Hello, and welcome to Wonder Talks with Ronnie. I'm Ronnie. Come join me as I explore Wonder Woman in comics, TV, films, and other media. Sit back and relax as we walk in wonder. Hello and welcome to to the second episode. I was going to post this episode two weeks after the first one, but I decided this being a two-part episode, I posted a week after. I'm glad you're here. I'm back with Angela from Wonder Woman, Warrior for Peace. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me again. Good to be here. I'm really excited to finish, you know, this story. It's really fun. Yeah, this massive 74-page issue, 72, what did it say on the cover? Oh, no. Ah, I pressed the wrong button and my notes pad uh, <laughs> app switched with my comics app. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like 70. Yeah, 70 something page. Yeah, but they say 80 pages on a cover, really. Or <laughs> oh, does it? I think so. I could have sourced an 80, an 80 page giant on the cover. Uh, you know, I think they erased that on this on the cover here in the uh, digital version. They probably did because, you know, the digital show usually a lot more shorter. Yeah. And they always remove like the barcode and the the price and things. Yeah. And, and also the ads because you don't want well, that. Yeah. They don't want to give they don't want to give vintage advertisers, a, which, you know, I don't I don't know. I, I never I only really have ever read comics from trades. I got I have some floppies, but um. So to me, the ads aren't like super nostalgic or anything, but it is kind of, uh, I'm sure for a lot of people, the ads are a big deal. Oh, it's definitely, definitely is for me, especially the ones from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nostalgic for me. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I, I have some, some DC issues I know where they were like advertising the, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie and things like that. So yeah. It's a fun look back in time. And what I would love to see them do is include the um, the letters pages because those are always fun. But yeah. True. So chapter five. Yes. The Princess and the Sky Pirate. I like that title. Reminds me of Golden Age Wonder Woman title. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, so, maybe, more, maybe more Silver Age. Yeah, maybe more, more, sil- maybe more Silver Age. Yeah. It's like, I forgot this chat. I think it's like a retelling, I believe. So this is another one of her dreams. She's fallen asleep again. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And um, and this is a dream which is heavily implied to be like an alternate universe type thing. Yeah, definitely. I really like the art in this one. Mm-hmm. That is uh, Dick Giordano. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I've always yeah. enjoyed the art on Wonder Woman. Some, some, you know, some could be better, but. Uh, not, this, look, not this particular issue, but other issues. You know. Look, I always say, if you can do better than the stick figures I can do, your art is, is great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's a reason I, I'm not in uh, not a comics illustrator or writer. 
I, I might be able to do lettering, but only if I'm allowed to use fonts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it starts out here. Oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. It's your show. Yeah, I know. I, I I was just saying that, like, I just like the art and everything. And it just, it just looks very visual and um, colorful. That's what I wanted to say. No worries. <laughs> but I like the retelling, you know, it's like uh, maybe another universe, like you said. It's been a while since I've read this. <laughs> right. So so we start out here and it's it's starting off as we would normally think, but it's a different guy in the play. It, it's starting off with Wonder Woman's origin, as we would think, but it's a different guy in the plane. And when I first saw him, I thought it was actually Colonel Darnell because he, he's got dark hair and a mustache. Yeah. But no, he is in fact... And I, I about facepalmed in real life when I read it. Trevor Stevens. Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah. Good idea, guys. Uh, yeah. He's, he's rather Tony Stark looking from, from this era before Robert Downey Jr. introduced the whole goatee thing. Yeah. But, um, so, of course, Diana falls in love, as she always does. <laughs> But Hippolyta is not buying this guy because he seems rather slimy. Yeah. I don't know if slimy is the right word. He just... Maybe slimy is the right word. Maybe. Something's off about him. Yeah. I can, I can see in his dialogue that he's kind of... He, um, he does that whole cliche, you're her mother, I thought you were her sister. Thing, oh, which oh geez i actually heard that in real life it was some it was a very old guy i'm sure he was trying to be polite but it was me and my mother and it was like oh, yeah i was 20 she was 50 and it was like dude what are you even talking about oh my god i got the same thing at one point with my mom too i'm like because my mom she looks very young for her age yeah I, it I, runs in my family that way and i'm like what's wrong with these people yeah i wasn't sure if he was trying to to make say my mom looked young or if i looked old to be perfectly honest yeah i can never tell with that well but um but yeah hippolyta says that that uh, uh, diana is diana is um taken in by his charm but hippolyta says that uh yeah no he's just kind of a sleazeball very much reminded her of hercules and she wants him off the island i don't blame her (laughs) i want him off too yeah (laughs) he's so shady i think shady is the perfect word for him shady is a good word yeah definitely (laughs) but i just thought of that right now yeah if anything though we get the um almost the movie version of the of the uh origin where diana and he just leave paradise island in the middle of the night without permission she just shows up in her wonder woman suit saying this is the costume that uh, whoever was going to take you back to Man's World was going to wear, and they take off in the invisible jet. You know, funny thing, doesn't that remind you of the movie? Uh, Yeah, very much. Very much. I just realized that. I'm pretty sure for the movie... They went on this. (laughs) No, no, no. No, actually, for the movie, I think they were based more off of the Justice League cartoon. Because in that one, she steals the costume and disappears in the middle of the night there's no steve trevor involved but um i f- almost feel like because 
DC Warner Bros was aiming it towards like we're, we're aiming everything towards the Justice League movie. They took yeah. inspiration from the Justice League cartoon from the early 2000s for for her origin there. Yeah. I like the way she's drawn here, Wonder Woman. I've always, I've always like, I always, I always admired how she looked. Mm-hmm. The way, because I always like to see different artists draw her and, and how they, you know, how they make her out to be. And so I've always been fascinated by all these different Wonder Woman writers. Like, I don't hate on, I'm not, I'm, I don't hate on any one of them. I just, I just find, I just find their take on the characters always be very interesting, mm-hmm. whether I yeah. like it or not. Definitely. It's always good to have a good. It's always good to have a ref, a, a new eye to look at Wonder Woman and explore, you know, this character. So, mm-hmm. who I think is a mindset more than a character, if you ask me, <laughs> more okay. of a mindset yeah. <laughs> than a character. <laughs> There's actually a picture online that says Wonder Woman is a mindset, not a character. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. You ever see we saw that picture before? Uh, I think I've heard the phrase just in all my different, you know, Wonder Woman wanderings through the internet. Yeah. That uh, re- uh, wretched hive of scum and villainy known as the internet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The internet could be a very interesting and, and very evil place at the same time. <laughs> yep. I uh, I was Googling. Uh, I won't actually say what I was. I, I was Googling something innocent. Okay. And I misspelled it, and I got pictures that I did not want to see. Oh, God. And I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. You know, that I ended up making that mistake, too, sometimes. Yeah. I, mean, I was searching a tie epi, and I ended up searching antidepressant. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I ended up nice. searching antidepressant. I'm like, what, what, what is this? Like, what? Yeah. So what an antidepressant! It gave me the definition of an antidepressant. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, was it here somewhere in this issue? They mentioned that she can actually see the invisible plane, but no one else can. Yeah, um, it's, it's always be- been like that. Has it? Okay. Yeah, it's always been like that. That she only she can see it, but nobody else can. I haven't. I haven't in my own uh, show. We haven't gotten to the invisible jet outside of the 40s. And in the 40s, it seems fairly obvious that it's not, in fact, invisible. It's just made of transparent. Well, I want to pull a Star Trek and say transparent aluminum, but it's it's some kind of transparent material. And um, yeah, it also mentions that it's noiseless because at one point uh, a guy describes... Implied. Well, a guy uh, describes looking up into the sky and seeing a woman sitting there in the middle of nothing. And then another issue, it mentions people seeing the invisible jet landing. So I'm as as near as I can tell, it's supposed to be just made out of transparent um, material, which would be futuristic in the 1940s. This is well before, you know, self fighters and things. Yeah. But like in pretty much the golden age era, the invisible the invisible jet is not being seen by anybody but only her okay yeah because there's a scene in the comic i I don't know i know you didn't read it it was like i forgot what issue is it it's a little bit after this one like maybe maybe issue three 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 something 
Okay. So in the Bronze Age. Yeah, she like they were talking. They see her and in her invisible jet, and they're like, "Oh, I want to take a picture of it." And, and the woman goes, "I'm oh, sweetie, you can't see it." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always the joke, right? Oh, yeah. invisible jet. Uh, you know, oh, in the sky. Um, I guess. So, there. Well, um, either not. It wouldn't be an action figure, but you know, uh, here's Batman's Batmobile. Here's Superman's rocket ship. Here's Wonder Woman's invisible jet, and it's just an empty, an empty blister pack or. You know, Wonder Woman's invisible jet on display at the naval or the the Air Force base, and it's just a sign in front of an empty field. It's it's an old joke. There was a time when they when the invisible jet was actually taken away, and they brought it back like somewhere in the nineties. Yeah, it was called. She called it the um, Wonder Dome or something like that. I've I've read about that. I haven't read those issues yet. That's definitely going to be interesting when I get there. Yeah, I, f- I think John. I, I believe that was Burn. Yeah. John Byrne, yeah, there you go. Who made that? Yeah, but like, you know, the thing is, I didn't like, I didn't like it when they brought it back because it made, because when it became the Wonder Dome kind of sort of thing, I'm not really sure what the actual name was. I can't remember at the moment. You're, you're right, Wonder Dome. Wonder Dome, yeah. It kind of isolated her from humanity in some way. I don't know. I just felt like she was isolating herself because she felt like she wasn't connecting with anyone. Because like they have this whole thing, let's make her immortal. Let's not make, you know, let's make her feel left out. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> yeah uh i wonder how much of that, of that was wonder how much of that was like the the vampire craze of that era where they're like oh i'm an immortal i'm separate from everyone else in the world and it's like yeah okay it's not yeah. really wonder woman but if you say so yeah it was like that for some, for, for most of the series after even even times after that too Mm-hmm. I never really, never really felt, you know, connected to that version of Wonder Woman when she kept feeling, when she felt like she wasn't connecting with anyone. I mean, like, how can you connect with someone who doesn't connect with themselves? You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I never really understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to the issue. Yes, I was gonna <laughs> say, trying to steer back to. I mean, it's your show; you can talk about what you want, but trying to steer back to the issue. Um, yeah. This this Trevor Stevens guy. Yeah. Uh, says he wishes he could get some some of the equipment that was on his plane. So they, I, I guess it's a, a watercraft as well as an aircraft. They dive straight into the ocean. And Which she is lassos, actually a really nice panel, by the way. Yeah, uh, definitely. She lassos this sealed case from the wreckage of his plane. Um, but when they go to surface, a bunch of Amazons have realized that they are escaping and are out there on the boats uh, out there on boats trying to chase them down and diana's she doesn't want to risk uh upsetting the boats when they fly out of the water but he insists that they do so she she tries to lasso she she's literally standing on the wing trying to lasso her sisters uh, to keep them safe get and you know make sure they don't get tossed into the water yeah. as i guess he's flying the plane or maybe she's just sitting on autopilot yeah and you know oh we we've hurt so many people eh, it couldn't be helped like really dude yeah but, he's uh, so shady indeed <laughs> very shady he, he silences her her protests and and uh nerves with a kiss just kind of i wouldn't say overpowering her but definitely manipulating her yeah and then they like land him. He needs to go yeah. away. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, no Trevor Stevens bring, bring back Steve Trevor. Yeah. But um, they land 
in at the Miami airport. And yeah, it turns out this guy's a crook who stole a bunch of experimental weapons. And that's what he had uh, turned back and gotten because the cops pull up and he opens up this case and pulls out a fancy gun and starts just gunning them down. Oh, God. (laughs) So, of course, bullets and bracelets. Uh, She wins, kicks the gun out of his hand, uh, lassos him, and he confesses that he never loved her. He was just using her, which, uh, yeah, everybody except you could see that, Diana. Yeah. I just I want to point something out though too. If you notice, like in the page when she kicks the gun out, and you Mm -hmm. notice the last panel in that same page, Wonder Woman's um satin tights are actually all white. I noticed (laughs) that. Yeah, (laughs) I wonder if that's just this this kind of digital version, or if that was how it was in the original. I would have to. I would literally have to look into my you know copy of this, Mm -hmm. but I'm not really sure. It could be anything at this rate. There have been some times where I know they will, well, I know they've left um, coloring mistakes like that in. I can't off the top of my head think of a time that they were fixed, but I'm sure they're somewhere in the vast history of upgrading, you know, old comics to digital. They've done that. You should definitely, you should definitely review Wonder Woman, The Twelve Labors. That's a good okay. story. Okay. Yeah. It's in that, the 70s. Um, okay. 12 flavors. I will write that down. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, now that she's now that she has been rejected in love, uh, it says she's really bummed. I thought it was for some reason I thought it said that uh, she went back to Paradise Island, but maybe maybe it doesn't. Yeah, I'm not too sure. There Who either. is that woman? She's a wonder. She doesn't look happy. Her mind is troubled and then she wakes up again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or maybe well, in this era, I, I've never understood the whole Wonder Woman leaves Paradise Island and she can never return, but then she is always returning thing. Yeah, I never understood that either. Because <laughs> even in the 40s, they say that, that she's not allowed to return and then like three issues later, she's back. And they're like, oh, well, the uh, Aphrodite gave you a special dispensation to come back. And and then she just, she's back whenever she wants. So maybe that's just more like a pass, you know, situation. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Either, either actually commit and say that she cannot go back and she's completely cut off, like in the movie, or the one that I prefer, mostly because I, <clears throat> excuse me, mostly because I love paradise island and exploring that world let her go back and forth who cares There's, you don't have to do the whole oh she's giving up paradise it, eh, it's not a big deal i know right <laughs> oh and then the next page we see a familiar face <laughs> yes that creepy you know go from shady stalker to shadow stalker with this weird monster that she keeps seeing yeah, the, the Sandman guy said was, what did he call it? I don't even remember. Some extra dimensional entity or some such. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she sees it again. And, uh, but it, 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 I guess, goes away. And so she flies to the Justice League satellite to deliver invitations for her wedding. Upcoming <laughs> wedding with Steve. 
Yeah. And it seems like Clark is the only one there, so he flies out to say hello. Oh. <laughs> I like their friendship when they're I, me too. Often, Honestly, I like I like how connected they are. Yeah. I know a lot people of people hate to, it. Wilbur's like, I don't like it, but like I, I do. People try to ship them, which I don't care See? for particularly. Me neither. Just a friendship is is perfectly fine. I like I like them being friends. Yeah, me I too. Like her and Batman as friends definitely more than than them as a couple. Yeah, they they always trying to find one with somebody. Yeah, I I, I always I always felt like she just you know take it easy and just be single for the time. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, after Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four and all the controversy, I do not want to have to think about Wonder Woman's love life ever again. It's a superhero. I'm not reading it for that. I'm reading it for the the cool superhero ness. Not the <laughs> there you go. Stone. Exactly. So he congratulates, uh, well, Clark congratulates Diana. Um, I guess they're in their gear. So Superman congratulates Wonder Woman and she <laughs> flies back and once again is falling asleep. And we move into chapter six. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Let no Superman put what? I can't. Asunder. Okay. I, I Let, can't even read that for the time. Yeah. Let, Let no Superman put asunder. Which of course is reference to the um, the typical wedding vows. What uh, was it? What God has brought together, let no man put asunder. Yeah. But um, we get yet another version of the origin. Only in this time, this time it's not Steve Trevor. It's not even Trevor Stevens. It is Clark Kent of Smallville crashing down in his full Superman costume. Which made no sense to me. <laughs> they just they should just let him fly down as Clark. <laughs> well, yeah. So I, I mean, I could redo that. It's Superman landing in his full costume. He mentions that uh, his head he, is hurt, is, is hurting. Yeah, he was just dealing with meteorite, and it must have had kryptonite in it because it's weakened him, and so he's crash landing, and he crash lands just outside Paradise Island. So the same shtick happens. She rescues him. She falls in love. She wins the contest. They uh, return to Man's World and they just get married. Oh, geez. <laughs> That's the short version. That's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Which, I mean, like I say, I'm not a huge fan of them as a couple. But uh, since this is Dream slash Alternate Universe... I guess it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's a douche. <laughs> like shady like the other guy. <laughs> yes. He he Much at this better. point anyone at this point anyone who's not Trevor Stevens is a good plan. Exactly. So it shows them on their way to their honeymoon, but a volcano's going off. So they work together to seal it up. Yeah. And we see them, I guess at this point, Clark was an anchor for, uh, I guess, a Daily Planet news, like TV news, yeah. instead of a reporter. Yeah. I, I'm not super familiar with Clark's history, mm-hmm. uh, Superman's history during during um, the different eras. You should read up on it. It's actually interesting. Yeah, I should. I you know, at this point, I'm I'm either reading Wonder Woman stuff or I'm reading 
something just trying to avoid reading Wonder Woman stuff. Like, okay, I need a palate cleanser. What's uh, what's on my list? Yeah. <laughs> and basically, they they are both so set on saving the world, they have no time for their marriage. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense. And it shows I, their I'm, married life. Yeah, it shows their <laughs> attempt attempts at um you know being man and wife but there's always an emergency that they've got to go off to prevent so finally they they're both home at the same time and things get heated and she just gives back the ring and it's very sad it is even clark can't superman can't stick around uh even much for that because oh no there's a nuclear reaction that i've got to go stop oh boy which i mean i know i i do like it when he's married to lois yeah and they are able to make that work yeah um i don't know sometimes i feel like they play up the whole i'm constantly distracted by natural disasters and emergencies and things a little yeah. too much i mean even even with superman how many earthquakes and volcanoes and bombs going off can can you possibly have to deal with in one day yeah if you're trying to protect the whole globe yeah but it it didn't work out so she just here's the one where she just goes back to paradise island yeah oh sorry let me pull up my notes again make sure i didn't have anything yeah Trevor Stevens. Oh, that's yeah. For the, if you want to edit this in, you can. If you don't, I I don't care. But uh, at one point, Trevor. So at one point, Trevor Stevens mentions uh, one of the things that we we realized makes him so shady is that at one point Trevor Stevens says that with uh, with all the riches on Paradise Island, he would become wealthy enough to buy out Atari. And oh, I was God. like, wait, Atari, the video game company? That's not <laughs> saying much, dude. What are you, what? And uh, I realized the the uh, issue here came out the same year as the video game crash of 1983, where video games were super, uh, super video game publishers were super, super valuable. And then the bubble burst and everything went under so just like the the great recession it's like saying oh i'm gonna buy you know i'm gonna buy out uh gm or ford or whoever and then yeah. um, well i don't know if I, I i i don't know enough about money in the economy and recessions to really say but but basically the company got so valuable and then everybody realized that it was not worth anything and the value dropped so so it, it, that makes sense that he would be saying oh i can buy out atari because at the time it was very valuable it was definitely I, I i read about that too the video game crash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. another thing in that story uh another thing in that chapter that i noticed uh wonder woman had the double w symbol on her costume uh e- immediately after um i think in all of these immediately after winning the contest or as soon as she stole the costume in the case of trevor stevens versus when mala won she had the eagle emblem yeah which is interesting because of course the double w was introduced later 
even even continuity wise, um, she had the eagle at first and then switched to the W, uh, switched to the double W. Yeah. So back to the issue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay to drift off. It's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah. No. It's well. Yeah. <laughs> then then for 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 this chapter six, if you want to edit this in. Yeah. The one not the one line that I really liked was uh, when Diana said to Superman, if you don't come to the wedding, I'm gonna chase you down with pizza. Or no, wait, was that oh that was the interlude. Yeah, that was about their friendship. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> and the one line that I really liked here with uh with them being friends was that she told Superman. You know, if you don't come to the wedding, I will chase you down with a piece of kryptonite, which is <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, Batman always, I have a kryptonite ring just in case I need to take Superman down. But here, obviously, she's she's joking. It's the whole, you know, you're with your friend. You can joke about stuff that uh, might not be might might be considered rude with other people. But, you know, you're both joking with each other. So it's not. Yeah. A big deal. Yeah. okay uh getting back to we finished chapter six or we're in the the interlude before is it yeah there is a chapter seven okay yeah so we're on chapter seven right what did we want to do what happened in between where she what is this she's just preparing for the wedding she returned to paradise island and she prepared for the wedding so if you want to cover that or or just go straight into we go straight to chapter chapter seven. seven okay go ahead so the power that corrupts. I like that title. <laughs> no, it's like the title's a little more modern now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously play seen... on the power corrupts all uh, power absolute power corrupts absolutely. That is Which true. I know I mostly know that line from Captain Kirk, but I'm sure he's not the originator. Yeah. Although it would have been interesting if he was. <laughs> yeah, I, I somehow doubt that. You know, this uh, arguably, well, at least famous piece of philosophy originates from Star Trek. Yeah. (laughs) So we see her, you know, with the lasso in her pot. I think her pot is giving it. I can't really tell. Yeah, she's just won the contest. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. She's just won the contest. Yeah. Uh, And Paul's is giving her the lasso. But instead of being in love with Steve, she is incredibly cold to him and she doesn't like oh, him. Boy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we she's, see all these what would have been. Yeah, she's quite scenarios. rude in this. She's quite rude in this reality slash dream. Well, I don't like her like this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's very funny. out of character. Very. Uh, she says she nearly fell in love with him, but then she remembered the horrors of man's world. And so she hardened her heart and uh, didn't love him. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's awful. Which, yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, judging people by their worst actions is always the best thing to do. That's why, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, nothing. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> off the top. The, that's why. I don't want to do the cliche thing and instantly say we all we blame Ger- modern day Germans for World War II. That's no. Um, 
<laughs> oh, I can't think of a good example right now because we always blame, you know, we, because we always uh, blame just something. take the worst aspects of people and, and judge them on that instead of being more well-rounded. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. So they arrive back in man's world and she's uh, she's almost feral just against crime. Um, she sees these, what is these bank robbers? Yeah. The gunman hijacking a helicopter and she just lassos the chopper and pulls it to the ground and beats everybody up and refuses to help a guy who, one of the, one of the robbers who's falling off of a roof because yeah she's cold-hearted yeah (laughs) uh steve finally convinces her to do it to 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 catch this guy which she does but then punches him in the face (laughs) i'm just looking at a page i'm looking at page 58 where it shows her (laughs) yes (laughs) we're we're getting there oh my god (laughs) yeah so so she's still a hero but she doesn't actually care about man's world so they try to give her the key to the city and she just brushes them off coldly that's funny she she refuses to live with the humans and instead carves her own face next to lincoln on mount rushmore and sets up a base of operations there which leads to this classic panel that i had actually seen before of mount rushmore with wonder woman added to the lineup i like what she says here and page 59 where she goes i wonder if i should build a robot so it can peel me a grape (laughs) yes because she's so antisocial she, yeah, she's she like she gets, to... yeah, she was antisocial a little bit, you know, in, in later years too, but not not like this. More like you know, she felt alone. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and I, I've seen this panel as well. Um, and of course, you always see it online out of context. So you're like, what does they do? Why is Wonder Woman so out of character? Well, that's why because this is specifically a dream where she's acting very out of character. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see what else. She she walks her way right into the White House. And uh, I mean, this is 83. So only a year before uh, Wonder Woman 84. So it's Ronald Reagan just sitting there. And uh, Steve and the, I guess, uh, White House Security, Secret Service, whoever, rush in. She plays bullets and bracelets with them. And one of the bullets ricochets and kills Steve. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. And then and she's being wanted by the FBI. Yeah, she she actually sheds a tear and realizes that, uh, she was that Steve didn't deserve to die. But it's too late now. So, yeah, Wonder Woman on the run. Yeah. And then she sees eh, this person again. Right. She wakes up from the dream and she sees the weird shadow creature uh, yet again. Yeah. It's uh, it's constantly constantly following her. Yeah. It's tra- I think it's trying to show her something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, a good interpretation. I think he's trying to show her what, you know, 
you know, this is what we could have been if you don't do this now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's what I get. That's 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 what I get out of it. Mm-hmm. But we cut to, I think we're fine. Are we finally done with all the dreams? Oh my goodness, we're finally done with all the dreams. Good. <laughs> it got a little repetitive after a while. There's only so many times you can retell the, the Wonder Woman origin with, oh, but this time this is different before it gets old. Yeah. But now we're, we're seeing in the TV broadcast of her wedding with Steve. They've built this platform in the, the bay, I guess, on Paradise Island or just offshore from Paradise Island so that all the visiting men can stand there and not violate the islands. No, the, the very, very uh, technical, no man may set foot, but if they're sitting down, they're okay. Kind of. Oh rule. my God. <laughs> or if they're, oh, well, he's not setting foot on the island. He's setting foot on the special carpet that's on the island. So yeah, no, that's like when people try to try to have Batman follow his no-kill rule by saying, well, I didn't kill him. The gravity killed him when I knocked him off the building. Type thing. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my So God. we see guests here for the wedding. We've got Superman and Batman, uh, Flash, Green Lantern, Firestorm, Hawkman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, uh, and then some of the Teen Titans. Uh, that's Donna Troy there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, me, next to her. What page? Oh, sorry. Uh, talking about... Oh, come on. Uh, page, it's not got a page number. Page 62. Oh, 62. I was like, I was ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's Donna. That's yeah. Donna. I was and, on page 63. Sorry, my bad. Gotcha. No worries. Donna and Fire... Uh, not Firestorm. Starfire. Starfire. Power Girl. And do you recognize the red guy with the blue cape? Is that Red Tornado? You know what? It probably could be. I can I can't really tell because it's so tiny and all of that. Yeah. It's hard to tell. But it's as yeah. everybody that they know, you know. Right. It's all their all their super <laughs> all the super <laughs> friends come to the wedding. Oh, the, super friend, the super friend wedding. Yeah. <laughs> That's adorable, though. Can you imagine? <laughs> but like all oh, these superheroes are at your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> That'd well, be cool. It, yeah, I mean, I, I assume the situation is that you're friends with the superheroes and they're not just crashing your wedding. Yeah. Be like, oh, look, the, 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 I don't know, uh, pick a band, Kiss. Kiss <laughs> is at your wedding. And it's like, I don't know, Kiss. <laughs> I've never listened, never really listened to Kiss, but okay, it's kind of weird that they're at my wedding. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So, that's hilarious. So, Steve has been trying to talk with Diana, and they're like, "No, we can't. We can't let you talk with her. the The wedding's running late. TV is uh, is recording this, and we've got a schedule to keep." Yeah, and they get to the. Will you take this woman? And he says no. Yeah. Which, dude, there has, I, I get that, you know, they keep interrupting yeah, you and things running Look at Diana's late. face. It's priceless. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you doing this now? Just tell the reverend to stop before you even get to that point. Good grief. 
And then he goes, can we talk somewhere alone? Yeah, finally, he's like, Diana, we, or no, he doesn't know she's Diana. So Wonder Woman, we really need to talk. And uh, we, we see this Sandman guy watching them. Oh, creepy guy. They, they go off and he says, uh, what does he say here? Uh, oh, Steve, are you involved with another woman? He says, no, I'm not. But for some reason, I can't take my mind off uh, off Diana Prince. It's like, really, dude? Really? really? Now that she's dead, now, now you can't take your mind off her. After she specifically faked her own death in order to have this wedding, which didn't make any sense, but whatever. Yeah, now that, you're, yeah. after how many years of her wanting to wanting you to fall in love with Diana Prince and it didn't work. So she's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to kill Diana off because I'm getting married and we're just going to live happily ever after. Now you care about Diana. Really, dude. Really. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, he says, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. He, he flies off. The wedding is officially over. Superman yeah, flies everybody. Superman flies everybody back to, yeah. to man's world. And Diana is on the beach at night crying over, oh my goodness, I lied to Steve about Diana Prince and now this has happened. It's like, oh, good grief. <laughs> I don't really care about her love life, but it's always good to see. Um, I mean, I thought, I thought it was interesting that she did have a love life, but I also like to see, you know, you know, her doing stuff, you know, besides that, you know, her mm-hmm. personal life might have been like, you know, like helping people. Because there's, there's an issue like that. I think that Phil wrote, where, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was Phil or somebody. I think it was Phil where it talks about what she does behind, you know, what she does, what she does when she's not being a superhero. Right. Good issue too. My question, well, you would know this answer if you read from this era. Where's Etta? Why is Etta Candy not here? Because I, I don't think I don't think it's because I don't think Etta knows that Diana is Wonder Woman. That's why. <laughs> well, did we see her earlier in this issue? We we did this in two parts, so I can't remember. Yeah, she was in the early issue. She was like, earlier in the issue. Okay, but yeah, she should be, or maybe, well, I don't know how much, how much of a, a friendship did she have with this era's Wonder Woman? Not really, not really much. Not much. Okay, she was mostly friends with Diana Prince. Okay, yeah, because I saw on the the one panel here, there's somebody next to Steve, looks like a, a bridesmaid or maid of honor type deal yeah but um who is that uh back to sorry back to page 62 do you recognize the person standing between uh green arrow and black canary she's got like a white cloak oh no honestly i don't she blended in when i when i was zoomed out but um surely that's not raven yet maybe it could be I don't know. When did Raven switch to the white outfit? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Well, anyway, there's somebody else there who we don't recognize. But uh, switching back, so so Diana's on the beach crying over (laughs) over all the stupidity that her rather useless secret identity has now caused. Yeah. When Sandman shows up. Yeah, who has been slightly creepily stalking her this whole issue. 
Yeah. Takes her into the dream dimension. Oh, and here we get chapter eight. Yes. Beyond the Gates of Sleep, which sounds like an H.P. Lovecraft story. Yeah. (laughs) So, let's see. It's a nice, like I said, the R is really good. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. This one's good. Uh, it doesn't say who did this section. No, this I might chapter. say it on the next page. Um, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not saying it. Yeah, I'm not it's saying it. Probably the same artist. Yeah, same person who did all of the non-dream sequence part. Yeah. So he's brought her into the dream dimension and they can be together and he loves her and yada freaking yada. <laughs> We'll, you know, we'll shape the world the way we want because it's our dreams. <clears throat> They're literally riding a unicorn across a fantasy landscape. And yes. uh, Diana gets pulled off of the horse by that shadow monster, which has finally uh, coalesced enough that it's solid. Yeah. She kept trying to defeat it previously and... Uh, her punches went right through because it was insubstantial, but now it can grab her and she can punch it. Yeah. That's Sandman <laughs> tries to tries to intervene. He gets knocked out. Diana manages to lasso the monster and it reforms into her own silhouette. <laughs> Says that it is uh, the the manifestation of her own fear and self-loathing. Yeah. But uh, she's it looks, looks cool, it. by the way. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. She's lassoed it and it can't hide. So now it just disappears because the comic only has a few pages left, I guess. I don't know. I, get, I would it's assume, yeah. Two more, yeah. Only two pages left, so oh no, the monster is dissolved. Ah. <laughs> so the Diana uh, wakes up the the Sandman guy. He says, "Oh, I realized that stalking you in your dreams was a bad thing." Yeah, no doubt, dude. I could have told you that like yeah. seventy pages ago. <laughs> Your anxiety was so strong it manifested as a monster. Oh my god. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) She's like, I still love Steve. So he takes her back to the real world and she goes back to Steve. I mean... Makes sense that she would. Yeah, (laughs) she does say that she went to... uh... Oh, she mentions that she... She flew her invisible jet to Mexico and sent a like a message telegram or something from there. Yeah. So so when she shows up on Steve's doorstep and says, you know, hey, I still love you. Uh, you know, I'm still willing to talk to you. He gets a call and it's General Darnell saying, guess what? Diane is alive. Because, <laughs> yeah, she, first she fakes her death, then she fakes her her you know coming back from the dead basically yeah oh she survived somehow and and she'll tell us when she gets here and (laughs) i guess now things are exactly where they were at the beginning of the issue so we can continue the the same story good grief yeah (laughs) 
This was a very interesting issue, though. Yeah, it was it was good. I repetitive just, at some points. Yeah, definitely. When I look back at it, I kind of wish it had progressed the story in some way, since this is issue, you know, uh, what seven hundred. It would have been nice if we'd gotten some issue three hundred momentum. Three hundred. Did I say seven hundred? Wow, I'm smart. Issue yeah. three hundred. Yeah. It would have been nice if it had progressed the issue, the, the storyline some. But no, we're back to our typical uh, soap opera heroics. Yeah. By, by the end. <laughs> well, that I definitely it. did enjoy it, though, I will say. Me too. I've always, I've, this is an issue I've always kept rereading from time to time. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad you recommended it because yeah. it would be a very long time before I got to this one on my show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, my favorite part, obviously, was when we went to Earth 2 to see Golden Age Wonder Woman. Definitely. That's that's always going to be my favorite part, too. See her happy ending. Yeah. The alternate universes were fun if they did get a bit repetitive. Yeah. Chapter 2, <laughs> the best chapter in this whole story. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> My only regret is that we don't get to see what happened to Etta. That no. she's, you know, yeah, uh, auntie to 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 little, well, not very little teenage Lyda. Yeah, that would be that'd be fun to see. But, yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely the best part of the issue. Yeah, that was that's my favorite too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we pretty much finished the issue. We did. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> sorry, I, I'm sorry I had to cut this off into two parts, but you know, but oh, it's better. Not a problem. Nothing. I mean, it, it, it's an extra bonus size issue, extra bonus sized episode. There you or, go. No, two, two bonus size episodes. There you go. <laughs> so thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wonder Talks with Ronnie. As always, you can follow me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Wonder Talks Ronnie and on my website at www.wondertalkswithronnie.com. Thank you again for taking a walk in wonder.